Welcome back to Two Halves on RTE Junior, the only show in town with all the latest news and views on your 2020 for kids. I'm Jack. And I'm Harry. We're brothers. That's why we're Two Halves. Get it? Coming up on the show today. The tension is rising as we reach the knockout stages of the tournament. A shocking exit for Poland and what's going on in the England camp. Irish international Anya O'Gorman tells us who she thinks will make the final. We meet the Murphy family from Wales cheering on the Dragons. But can they beat the Great Danes tomorrow? And we hear from you, the young fans of the beautiful game. Well, it was another week of drama once more. Denmark are true. Poland are gone and Italy continue their winning streak. It was a shock to see Poland come and last in their group because Lewandowski had such a good season in the Bundesliga, breaking a world record by scoring 42 goals in a Bundesliga season. It just goes to show one man can carry a team, Harry. Anyway, talking about one man, what do you think about Harry Kane so far? Look, I'm a massive Spurs fan and I have huge respect for Harry Kane and what he's done for the club. But he really has been underwhelming with his performance so far in the Euros, having scored no goals and not really looked to get a massive impact on any game. We've seen him on the world stage in three separate cup finals. He hasn't scored in any of them and the Germany game is a massive occasion and he really needs to step up and take responsibility if England are looking to go through. Gareth Southgate's been changing the fullbacks every time so far. He's not playing Jaden Sancho at all, which really confuses me. He's just been such a good player recently. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's going to be a massive game on Tuesday night. I'm really looking forward to that one. England v Germany. Speaking of great matches, there was huge excitement on Wednesday night as Group F came to a close. France and Portugal battled it out with three penalties all being converted, two for Portugal, Ronaldo scoring both, one for Benzema scoring one in a two-all draw. And personally, I thought one should have been given at the end when Bruno Fernandes hacked down Coleman inside the box. I think that was a bit shady from VAR, but you know it's in the past so we can't do anything now. For me, when it comes to the big decisions, I think VAR hasn't been quite up there but I'll give him a chance as see as the tournament goes on. So France, having topped their group, will now play Switzerland. I expect it to be a good match, but I do expect France to win it. Who does Switzerland have that's even worth mentioning, Jack? They have two very aspiring young players. Mbabu at right back. He surges down that right wing with absolute pace and he whips in good balls. And young Embolo up front, the Gladbach striker. He is class up front. Yep. And not forgetting Dennis Zakaria, who also plays for Mönchengladbach. Maybe Switzerland could make it past France. No, my men France will see it out and win the tournament. I have to say, I'm really looking forward to Portugal versus Belgium. This is going to be a great match. Romelu Lukaku and Kevin De Bruyne are going to have to play against Bruno Fernandes, who is De Bruyne's arch rival playing for Manchester United, and Ronaldo. Ronaldo, by the way, equalled the all-time international goal-scoring record when he converted the second penalty against France. Yeah, 109 goals for him. That's incredible. Let's briefly look ahead to some of the other games in the knockouts. Oh yeah, Croatia-Spain. And by the way, Luka Modric became the oldest and youngest Croatian to score at the Euro finals, aged 35 and 22. Jack, do you consider 35 old as a footballer? Well, with Ronaldo being 36 now, He's still going strong, so I wouldn't call it too old, but you wouldn't want to get much older. Good news for all you 30-year-olds, you're not over the hill yet. Yeah, remember Harry, yesterday we were all shocked when Dad managed to pull off three keep-ups in a row. He was delighted with himself. 
And he's in his 40s. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Wales take on Denmark tomorrow. Could it be another Danish fairy tale like when they won it in 1992? Or could the Welsh Dragons bring it home? Can we talk about my young player of the tournament so far, Mikkel Damsgaard? Oh my god, he was world class against Belgium and followed it up with a brilliant goal against Russia. He's only 20. He plays for Sampdoria in Serie A and might be joining Spurs this summer. They want 25 million for him. Remember that name if you're listening, Mikkel Damsgaard. Just a brief summary of the remaining games then. The Netherlands will meet the Czech Republic and Sweden will take on Ukraine. It's going to be a class week of football. And I got my school holidays. Hey! And your school report, Harry. (laughs) (laughs) We love catching up with families across Europe cheering on their teams. One of them is the Murphy family who live in Wales. Dad Enda comes from Wexford, but he's joining Kieran, Dylan and Mum Lucy to support the Dragons all the way. Let's hear from them. Hi, I'm Kieran. I'm 10 and I'm from Caffillian, Wales and I'm supporting Wales in the Euros. My favourite player is Aaron Ramsey. He is from Caffillian as well and he's also really awesome. Hi, I'm Lucy, I'm from Wales. How awesome is it that Wales got to the final 16? The atmosphere around is brilliant. I work in Cardiff and everyone is buzzing at the moment. It's also awesome to hear everyone in the gardens cheering for Wales best we can, obviously with regulations as they are. And also, it's awesome that CADU, which look after our heritage sites, have set up with the FAW and these awesome dragon monuments are at 26 sites around Wales to represent all our players that have gone over to the Euros. And our local one, Caffili Castle, has got Aaron Ramsey, of course, which is awesome. Hey, lads. My name is Ender and I'm Irish, but I live in Wales. Wales have become my adopted country for this Euros and what a great Euros it's been so far. That game against the Turks was absolutely brilliant. That ball from Gareth Bale, Harry, you nailed it. They are absolutely one of the dark horses and the close control and what he did for that corner was absolutely terrific. Now that Wales will be up against it, against the Danes, but I think it'll be a really good match and I think it could be anybody's game. So let's go Wales! Thanks, Murphys. Good luck tomorrow. Now it's time to chat to the pros. And this week, it's a lady who has 107 caps and 13 international goals. She was only 16 when she broke into the Republic of Ireland women's senior team. She plays for P-Mount United, who are top of the league at the moment. And you might recognise her voice from doing commentary on some of the Euro matches on RTE Sport. Welcome to Two Halves on your O'Gorman. Hi Harry and Jack, how are you? We love hearing you on commentary. Is it a hard thing to do? Yeah, um, I think it's a it's quite a tough task some games. When my first game back was um Ukraine against North Macedonia. So, so that was quite quite a tough game to do. Then I did Sweden against Slovakia. Co-commentary is tough, but look, I love it and I obviously love watching all the games and analysing all the games and, and the players as well. Especially for the likes of North Macedonia and Ukraine, where you wouldn't be as familiar with the players as you would be like maybe England, France, Belgium. And the top teams they're playing, because a lot of them play like in the Premiership, La Liga, Serie A, 
the Bundesliga and we'd see them playing the Champions League as well. So, um, yeah, you, it's a little bit of time, I suppose, just reading up on, on your players and just making sure that you you know all your info and then watching back old games and just looking at formations and tactics and, and systems of play as well. Anya, what teams have surprised you so far in the tournament? I think the teams we expected are, are probably out front to date and this four best third place finishers makes it really exciting that that maybe some of the underdogs will go through. So to say who surprised me most so far, I would say Scotland with the little all draw against England. The display of Hungary against France in uh, that one all draw was was really impressive. Just the aggression they showed and just got in their faces and, and denied France space and, and got a goal as well. You know what it's like as a young player to get your chance and break through. What young players are really standing out for you in this tournament? Who's impressed me? I think uh, Schick up front for Czech Republic has been been really good in front of goal. Spain have been underperforming, but Pedri, who's only 18 in centre midfield, has has been uh, consistent for them as well in a, an underperforming team, which is tough as a, a young player coming through as well. So then obviously you've got Isak up front for um, Sweden, who uh, has a big boost to fill from Zatlan Himovic. So um, yeah, for me, he's been probably the star player for Sweden. Okay, Anya. If you had to pick a fantasy five-a-side team for the Euros so far, including yourself, and remember, you have to choose a goalie, who would they be? Let's go from front to back. The moment I probably put the way Belgium were playing, Lukaku up front, De Bruyne in midfield. Can we go all out attack? Ronaldo up top with Lukaku. And then I suppose we need a, a more defensive midfielder. Now let's go all out attack. With Paul Pogba, Kevin De Bruyne, Romeo Lukaku, Ronaldo up top. And I, I'll go on golden. <laughs> is that five? Uh, yeah, I think that's five. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, it's a very good team. Who do you see making the final and winning the title? Obviously, I think Italy have been quite impressive so far. Don't know how much they've been challenged, but really enjoying them. I think for me at the moment is how to, to look past Belgium. Um, Lukaku, Kevin De Bruyne in form, Eden Hazard. So I'd love to see an Italy-Belgium final if that's possible. But I think Germany are going to go far. France will, will, will probably push on as well. On your Gorman, our guest this week. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. No worries, lads. Thanks a million. Enjoy the rest of the tournament. Great to hear from Anya there. She really knows her stuff. Speaking of knowing your stuff, this week we caught up with Zoe, Mia and Marcus to find out what they make of this championship. Hi, my name is Zoe. I'm 10 and I go to Merchiston. I think Italy are going to win the Euros because they're playing very well. They have very good defenders and forwards. It could be Italy and Germany in the final. Me and my dad are Chelsea supporters. My dad is shouting for Germany or Italy. It kind of depends on the night. Like Most of the time, me and my dad watch it, but my dad will be shouting at Chelsea if Italy score. Goal! Oh yes! Oh, I should have passed it to your man there. He'd be like that all day. I'm nine, my name is me and I play for mine. play midfield and some, and I can play in the goal as well, but usually I'm midfield. Uh, I think France and England uh, might make it to the finals and I think France uh, will win. Yeah, I actually think England will go that far. They have Phil Ford and Mason Mount, Harry Kane and all those. Phil Foden's actually playing better than I thought he would and Mason Mount is as well. Hi, my name is Marcus. I'm 13 years old and I play for Shamrock Rovers and for Rotherham United Academy. I was supporting Poland, but of course they lost. But now I'm supporting Portugal and Ukraine. 
Portugal, my favorite players, Ronaldo, and Ukraine, my great grandma's from Ukraine. So Ukraine's facing Sweden right now, but I hope Ukraine wins so then we could prove them wrong. <laughs> Ronaldo did an amazing trick last time. He put, he flicked the ball up, put his hand in front of him and flicked it with his heel um, against Rudiger. I tried it many times, but it just didn't work many times. But when I master it, I'll try it in a match. Keep it up there, Marcus. Imagine doing that at a match. Zoe's dad will never shout at the tally again after this. Well, that's our lot for this episode. But before we go, it's the two halves Did You Know You're a Fact. And this week, it's the Panenka. Have you ever scored a Panenka penalty? You mightn't even know what it is. Basically, instead of kicking the ball for a penalty to either the right, left or centre of the goal, you would likely dink the ball so it chips over the goalkeeper and it floats like a feather into the back of the net. It was named after Antonin Panenka after he scored a penalty just like that against West Germany in the Euro final of 1976. That Panenka won the title for the Czechoslovakian national team. Lads, this tournament is just getting going. It's going to be an unbelievable week of football and we'll be back here next Friday at the quarter-final stage. I can't wait. Remember, hashtag two halves to get in touch. Have a great week of football. We'll talk to you next week on RTE Junior. Two halves.